If you were shocked by the shocking news from Bad Idea today, then here's a shocking podcast episode for you. I am not a fan of wrestling. Sure, I watched a bit as a youth and into my pre-teen years, and I have fond memories of Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper and Junkyard Dog and later Macho Man Randy Savage and Ultimate Warrior, and I always liked the Road Warriors because, well, they looked awesome. Wrestling seemed to evolve in the years after I stopped casually watching in my youth. It seemed to get more dramatic, have more stunts, and have everything dialed up to 11. Wrestling is full of exciting moments and heel turns when the good characters turn bad and unexpected events and things that seem like wrongdoing by the bad guys and heroic turns by the good guys. It all seems like all of the drama that surrounds wrestling exists to make the actual main event, the actual wrestling matches, more exciting. After all, it is a lot more exciting to watch a wrestling match between two rivals when the flames of that rivalry have been stoked by twists and turns along the way. The drama leading up to the match and the drama during the match is what makes the match itself more interesting and more exciting and more compelling. Wrestling exists within a heightened reality with everything augmented, dialed up, like I mentioned before. And as a result, the actual wrestling matches are more exciting. They feed each other. What has always been strange to me about wrestling is that it's not real. Now, in one way, it is real. It's real people performing real actions. The athleticism is real. The events are real. But it's not real in that it is a performance. It's all a performance to make the show more exciting and more compelling. And I've personally never really been able to get into that. It's probably a function of time and exposure. If I had spent time watching, I might have found myself wrapped up in the drama and the exciting twists and turns in wrestling, both inside the ring and outside of it. If I ever did find myself starting to get wrapped up in wrestling, I don't think I would be able to look past the performative nature of it, though. I would always hold the thought in my head that the drama and the excitement is manufactured, that it is all acting and performance. So even if I got wrapped up in the excitement of the show, I would also be aware on some level that it is also something that is created. If I were to watch wrestling, I think that I would notice and appreciate the ways that the dramatic turnaround was presented to amp up my excitement or the way that a heel turn unfolded to either confirm or contradict my expectations. I would see the way that the surprise of an unexpected team-up was put into place. I think I would also roll my eyes a bit when the performance pushed the boundaries of believability, but in a good-natured way. Uh, Watching wrestling for the believability of the show doesn't seem like the best way to watch. I think I would always be aware of this layer of hype and performance, though, and acknowledge that it is hype and performance, and I would be aware of the ways that this heightened performance was meant to enhance the product. The actual wrestling matches themselves to make them more exciting. 
I don't think I would be able to watch wrestling with the suspension of disbelief that some people may be able to. I'm actually not really sure. My understanding is that the people that don't understand the artifice of wrestling are called marks. A mark looks at the hype that is presented and believes it as the truth and the reality. A mark is someone that doesn't see the performance and the hype and the way that everything is structured to create an exciting, dramatic experience. That's certainly not me, and I don't think it's you either. Now, this is a Bad Idea Comics podcast, so I want to turn to the news of the day. Today, Bad Idea sent out a press release. It reads, Regrettably, Bad Idea is over. We regret to inform you that despite our best efforts and all of your wonderful support, bad idea as we know it must end. Our sincerest thanks for the incredible journey. We will be announcing and releasing books through the end of the year. Beyond that, bad idea is over. If we're to take this announcement at face value, there will be no more Bad Idea comics after December of 2021, which, on face value, is fairly shocking. So I started this episode mentioning that I'm not a fan of wrestling. I also mentioned that if I was a fan of wrestling, I wouldn't be able to get past viewing it as a performance and a fabricated drama that is made to create this overall experience of wrestling. So while I'm not a fan of wrestling, I am a fan of comics, and specifically a fan of Bad Idea comics. The books are one thing, and I like to look at those on the merits of the stories and the presentation of the actual comics. After all, the most important thing to me as a fan of Bad Idea is, do I like the books? So far I do, quite a bit. The marketing message that accompanies the books is the hype. It's the dramatics. And it is that performance. This kind of gets to the reason that I don't really talk about the conversation around Bad Idea Comics on this podcast. I like to focus on the stories themselves. The conversation around Bad Idea Comics, such as the distribution methods, the format, the rules that must be followed, the hoops that both stores and customers are asked to jump through... To me, it reminds me of the performance that goes into creating the heightened reality of wrestling. It's a ride. It's a heightened drama. It's interesting and exciting to watch, but I see it as a performance. It exists to bolster the conversation and augment the marketing and to make Bad Idea a more exciting comic book company to follow. So, is this real? Is Bad Idea over? Yes, Certainly. Certainly, this is correct. Also, no, this is almost certainly not correct, and it depends on how we look at it. I look at it as a performance, as a show, and within the reality of that show, yes, I believe that bad idea is absolutely going to end, and they will rebrand as badder idea, worse idea, or maybe even just the worstest, or maybe... They'll push the big button they built into their business plan to dismantle and be reborn as Bad Idea 2.0. They are kind of obsessed with buttons, anyway. Or maybe this is just a big plot by ENIAC. Or maybe that kid just moved from Cincinnati to Cleveland. 
I believe I will get comic books that are made by Dinesh, Warren, Hunter, Josh, Carl, Adam, and all the other talented folks at Bad Idea. And they'll be created by Matt and Rob and David and Doug, Diego, Adam, Tony, Matt and Jim, and all the other creative folks they have lined up for us in the future. Maybe they'll be published with the words Bad Idea on the cover. And maybe not. Either way, it should be an exciting show to get there. So, yes, yes, I'm very behind on this podcast. I still owe you my speculation podcast for ENIAC number three and my fairy tale take on Walesville. The new issue of Tankers just came out also. I even haven't had a chance to pick it up from my comic shop. If you want to hear my thoughts on Hank Howard, Pizza Detective, tune into Hoodoo TV on YouTube. I actually joined Hooser and Moose on Bad Idea Society number six for a discussion of both Hank Howard, Pizza Detective, and the split feature, Save Now. We talked the heck out of that book, so I'll direct you to that YouTube show for uh, my particular thoughts on that book. And I will link to that show in the show notes for this episode on overthinkingcomics.com. So I've got more coming about those books that I mentioned before. The show's not over here, just like I suspect that it isn't over for Bad Idea. So, okay, fans, thank you for listening. Remember to keep your hands and feet inside the car at all times while the ride is in motion. <laughs> <laughs>